grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Monday, April 20th, and it is now week six of Shelter in Place here in San Francisco. And it's a beautiful day, a little cloudy, but I'm sure the sun will break through. I want to talk today about experiencing the felt presence of God and what can get in the way of that. See, God is a person. He is not a set of rules. He is not a doctrine. He is not a religion or a set of moral and intellectual principles. He is a person, a person who lives, informs, confronts, and who challenges. He is the reality that dwarfs our everyday world. But rarely is the presence of the person of God felt experienced and sensed in our ordinary consciousness. Not that we deny the existence of God, but God is absent from us far too often. Why is this? Well, as the spiritual writers say, the struggle to experience God is not a problem about God's presence or absence. It's really a problem of the presence or absence of God in our awareness. God is always present but we are not always present to God. As St. Augustine said, Late have I loved you. Lo, you are within, but I outside, seeking there for you, and upon the shapely things you have made, I rushed headlong. I, misshapen, you were with me, but I was not with you. See, it's not that we don't seek God, like Augustine, but we rarely find him. Why is that? Well, this week, I want to start a series of meditations on discovering the felt presence of God. And I think the first thing that gets in the way of experiencing the presence of God is us, the self. We get in the way. It's like we're walking in Yosemite, but we can't see the beauty all around us because we just got off a horrible phone call with a loved one and we're too preoccupied with playing and replaying the conversation over and over in our minds. This is life with God normally. We play and replay conversations in our minds. We play and replay scenarios in our minds. We play and replay what we're going to do, what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear, over and over in our minds. The kind of way of saying this is that we are too preoccupied to be aware of God. Even when we're trying to be aware of God, we're too preoccupied. The clinical way of saying this is that we're narcissists. And it's narcissism that gets in the way of experiencing the reality of the person of God. Narcissism gets in the way of experiencing any real person. We all know this. The character in the movie who is so narcissistic and preoccupied with the self that they can't see the main character's bid for love, or they can't see what the audience sees, beauty in ordinary places. Narcissism blinds us to the reality of God. I know this because I, like maybe many of you, struggle with narcissism. And the effect that narcissism has on experiencing God is pretty simple. When we stand before the reality of God, 
preoccupied with ourselves, we will see precious little of what is actually there to be seen. And what we do see will be distorted and shaped by self-interest. I read this quote to our CG leaders this last week from none other than Ronald Rollheiser, who has shown me the most on how this works. He writes, when we are excessively preoccupied with ourselves, we tend to see nothing beyond our own heartaches and problems, and our sense of reality shrinks. It is not surprising that we have trouble believing in the reality of God when we have trouble perceiving any reality at all beyond ourselves. So that's the problem, and it's not hard to see. The problem is preoccupation with self gets in the way of experiencing God. But how do we begin to move beyond that? What discipline or practice or Christian atomic habit can we enter into to help? And the answer, I believe, part of the answer, is practice of the examine or the examination of consciousness, which means an examination of our awareness, which is really what we're after. How can we, like Augustine, become aware of God who's after us the whole time? An Ignatian exercise of the examine helps us reflect on the day in order to attend to the movements of God's Spirit within us, identify God's presence, and discern God's will. In the simplest form, and there are many forms of this, it happens in five steps. And I want to lead you through an examine now. So if you can, if you're on a walk, be aware of your surroundings, take a deep breath, walk with intentionality. If you're at home sitting or somewhere sitting, would you put both feet on the ground, your hands open to God. As I go through these steps, please pause them after each one so you have time to do the exercise. I will go through them rather quickly for this podcast. The first step is to be grateful for God's blessings. So sit with God and be grateful, large or small, big things, small things, the warmth of a blanket, the smell of a candle or coffee, the breeze on your face. Start by being grateful for God's blessings. Second, ask help from the Spirit. Say, Spirit, would you help me be aware? Would you help me be aware of the fact that you're after me, that you're a good shepherd, that you're with me, that you're interceding for me? Ask help from the Spirit. Step three, reflect on your day. This might be yesterday, this morning, the last two days. And here you're looking for times when God has been present and times where you have left him out. Both of those are very important. Where has God been present? In a meal, in a conversation, in a movie? God shows up in all sorts of places. And when have you left him out? In a conversation, in an argument, in a meal, in a movie. Same exact thing, where we can leave God out. Step four is to reconcile or resolve. This is where you repent, where you resolve some of the ways, where you reconcile with God in ways that you've left him out, where you confess, God, 
At this conversation yesterday, I left you out. This part, I denied your will. This part, I went against what I knew was right. And then to thank God for the ways that he has been present. But this step is really to reconcile with God for ways that you have not been aware or have consciously let him out or left him out. And lastly, step five, pray for the grace to be more totally available to God who loves you. God, would you grant us grace that we could be aware of your presence and through an examination of consciousness start to see you in everything. Not that you are everything, but you are definitely in everything. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can we hide? You are everywhere. Late have I loved you, a beauty so ancient and so new. Late have I loved you. Lo, you are within, but I outside, seeking there for you. And upon the shapely things you have made, I rushed headlong. I, misshapen. You were with me, but I was not with you. They held me back far from you. Those things which would have no being, were they not in you. You called, shouted, broke through my deafness. You flared, blazed, banished my blindness. You lavished your fragrance. I gasp, and now I pant for you. I tasted you, and now I hunger and thirst. You touched me, and I burned for your peace. Peace be with you. Mm-hmm.